I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, joined as always uh, with my colleague Shane W. Brennan. Hello, Hello Shane. How are you? And a very special Mayo native, fellow Mayo native guest, Annette McGarry. Annette, welcome to the show. Annette is Community Engagement Manager at Lenve Homes. How are you doing? I'm great and great to be here. And uh, thanks so much for the invite. Uh, and always good to get the, the Mayo mention in our here. <laughs> Well, that, to be honest, that's the only reason you're here now. Stop the deck. Uh, you know, I'm always fighting against the the, the forces of of these. So you know, I think we've had a lot of Mayo people on the podcast now. I, that's I, by if design. We went back and had a look. I'd say. <laughs> well, uh, and it, th- thanks for 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 joining us. Um, you know, Annette, you're you're in uh, Glenbay Homes, uh, community engagement manager there. Uh, but before that, you've uh, you've had quite of a. Quite an expansive career in, in, in other territories and, and had the unenviable task of not just moving home uh, during a pandemic but but moving country how was that like yeah it's been a crazy old year um we lived uh, as you say away for quite a number of years and i was just thinking about it the other day probably 20 years when i left the 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 foggy boggy of mayo <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, we've we've had quite the adventure. We've we've been in England for about ten years. We were in the UAE for five years, um, and then yeah, moved back last summer. So back in the wilds of Kildare. What's it like? So it's been uh, really good. What's it What's it like acclimatizing back after after somewhere exotic like the UAE and then and then Britain? Do you know what? You just fall back into it, you know. And we've been asked this a, a few times, and. Um, you know, I suppose you can call any village in Ireland home, can't you? Yeah. And that's the way it is. You just settle back in. Kids are settled. And that's the main thing, really. So, yeah, it's Great. been good. Here's a question probably people don't ask. What do you miss most about being away? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, January, February in the UAE, <laughs> like the beach, yeah. cocktails. <laughs> what can I, I say? You might say that. <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely it's, my favorite time. I have to say, because it got too far too hot in the summer. But um, yeah, January, February was lovely. 24, 25 degrees, just bliss, really. Yeah, yeah I loved going back there after Christmas in Mayo, and but you knew you you know you'd have cocktails and brunches and you know beach life in January, which was amazing. I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I remember when I lived away. The thing always I used to really like was the fact that you the anonymity about it when you were abroad so like whereas in ireland you're never more than one handshake away from someone who knows someone who knows your mother and when you're i was living in england it was great you actually got to meet people and no one said do you know this fella from here and you'd you'd be like yes i do know i played football with him or whatever (laughs) i i loved that and it was obviously obviously always really nice to come back and know everyone but it was also really nice to be able to sit somewhere and know no one knew anything about who you are who your people were and they weren't worrying about it and they weren't wondering you know yeah i think you know there's pluses to both sides really you know but it is yeah. lovely to be home and near a family that's the important thing yeah definitely yeah and uh in your time in your time uh, away from ireland you're you obviously you're still doing uh, your uh marketing for quite a lot of different sectors between uh tourism and now you're you're back and it's in the, the property sector have things changed or, or, or is it just still down to the fundamentals and, and no matter where you are or kind of what time over the last uh, couple of decades is still 
you're still going your your core job is still the same or has it completely changed depending on on what you're working on or where? yeah i suppose i started with the airlines so ryanair were no when nobody knew them in europe so that was an interesting chapter definitely and um lived all so you over met ryanair who they are today yeah well you know it was a <laughs> team there's no i in team <laughs> um, but it was the early 2000s uh, they just launched in Germany launched in Italy nobody knew who they are they were like Ryan what when you you know go in and at the time we were dealing with travel agents which is so far removed from you know their whole business model now so yeah. um it, it was a, a very uh, you know different time but exciting yeah. because we knew really that it would at the time when you're working for an airline like that and um the business you know it was just such an amazing opportunity we had a great team uh, everyone was just really you know it was 24 7 as you can imagine but um it was it was you could just feel the vibrancy in the airline you knew that something big was coming and you know you look at them now and they're the biggest airline in in europe so um so it was it was, it was a great time and i suppose from there moving into the tourism sector it really gave me that kind of um feel for you know the travel industry and um selling cities as well you know and and um that was really interesting as well um i did a lot of work for uh liverpool capital of culture 2008 so that was again an inspirational time to be in liverpool um when you know they were winning champions leagues and all the rest so um that was that on top of the sell of the Beatles, which is a worldwide sell, you know, was 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 a great time as well and uh, really enjoyable. But I suppose in terms of marketing, I mean, gosh, when you see how digital has improved, social media is completely taken over now. Um, and it's across the board, even, you know, in Glenvey as, as home builders, we've really embraced that and looking at always looking at innovative ways of you know selling really and, and what we can do differently yeah so it's uh it sounds that wherever you were were at the time there's a kind of a lot of energy uh, and a lot of buzz uh in those in those places and that i suppose that's that's great to feed off as as marketers and, and kind of get the creative juices flowing I'd, I'd, I'd assume absolutely you know and i think it's important as well um to feel that buzz and you know you can get everyone involved um, when you have a, a, a vibrant team working around you as well, it's uh, it just makes your life easier, doesn't it? And you just enjoy getting up in the morning and getting stuck in. Yeah, and uh, with, with Glenve as well being being uh, such a, a growing brand in in, in a very quick uh, space, I say, I'd say it's exciting too. Kind of getting to grips with the kind of construction se- sector as well as you know Ireland as it is now, and where 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 that brand fits in uh, to, to people, especially first time buyers. Absolutely. And, it, and it's very much about the brand. Um, yes, we we build houses, but we build communities and that, that's the important thing as well. And I suppose um, my side of um, of the business is is looking after that kind of community um, engagement, all that activity, whether it's working with schools, engaging with local um, sports clubs um, and businesses as well and and seeing what we can do. Um, to support all of those um, businesses and, and clubs where, where we build. And that's really important, you know, just not for our residents, but for the wider community as well, that, mm. they, that we're, you know, 
ensuring a lasting legacy in, in these places where we build. Sounds really like grassroots type of marketing, really like getting down, getting really down to it. That must be must must have its own challenges in, in itself because yeah. there's only so many ways you can slice a pie of, of a budget that you have to put into initiatives and, and you're in a lot of different communities. We are indeed, yeah. Um, but, you know, we'd work from the outset with a lot of stakeholders and look at their own priorities for, for the areas as well um, and, and work our plans around those. And I suppose that's the important part really is is understanding the market before we go in um and you know it's i suppose it's a far cry away from years ago when builders used to just go in and throw you know throw a few checks and be done with it mm-hmm. um we're really just about engaging with them ensuring that there's there's the legacy as well um and and making it a, just a really nice place for people to live in and want to live in yeah amazing. that's great as per, um, per our, our brand campaign, Love Where You Live. Yeah. And uh, has has all those kind of experiences, they've, have they fed into your choices for ads today or, or are we going to see something completely different? So um, if you look closely, there is a hard hat in one of the ads. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just had to tick that box. I felt comfortable. <laughs> I needed that visual. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but no, I suppose for me, when I, you know, I, I st- when I was starting to think about this, I was looking at ads from, you know, um, my childhood and all that kind of nostalgia piece when ads were a form of entertainment, because I don't even, you know, we'd only like two channels or three channels. You're probably the same in, in Mayo or here. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a regular source of a slag from Shane in particular. It's not. What, what how it is, we, is we had I reference things from my childhood and Aaron cuts across me and goes, three channels, mate, three channels. <laughs> and I was like, so I was like, okay, well, that's the end of that conversation. Then. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if you remember, Annette, but the, the hullabaloo when both TG Cahar and especially TV3 launched, it was like, oh my God, we've, we've doubled the amount of channels we can we can watch it was like it was a monumental moment and i remember in our house anyway it's, it sticks out where where if you say that to, to shane or any of the, the uh, any of my mates who grew up on the east they're like did you not have sky i have like 300 channels already what's no. what's another one whereas it was so transformative to 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 view it. i know i yeah i completely get that i remember the day we got a video player Stop! You didn't. Oh. Have, you didn't have to rent it from Extra Vision. You didn't have anymore. to rent it. It was amazing, <laughs> and it wasn't even Christmas. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> did the McGarry household win the lotto? Did they? Must have been something. <laughs> I don't know. There's something in the waters with Mayo and the lotto. So pretty well is. So there's pl- plenty of video recorders bought in Castle Bar now over the next few weeks. Honest to God, time. yeah. Um, brilliant. We'll, we'll we'll crack straight into your first ad then, uh, Annette. If you want to kind of tee it up, and then we'll we'll have a quick look at it. So I think once you hear the jingle, this will bring you right back to 1983. It's um, Club Milk's Have a Cup of Ad. Brilliant. Let's have a look. If you're going to have a cup, I have a club. 
love that. Why don't we use as many jingles anymore? Like I re would love a resurgence of jingles in advertising because they're just great. They just stick in your head all day. And a lot of the time they're class. Like they're, they're actually really good. They're real catchy. Yeah, that's so class. That particular one earworm. will be an earworm till next week, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have a <laughs> just going around spreading it, just spreading it. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that before. Have you not? No, that's that's a that's the first time I've seen it, but but I absolutely love it. I you can see the creative direction. You can see how they pitched that in the boardroom. Mm -hmm. Club Milk, we just need everyone who drinks tea, regardless if you're a fancy tea drinker, if you're a builder having a having a mug on site, or you're just having a, a, a cup of tea on the couch, uh, a Club Milk goes perfect on the side. And it's I think that's I think it's a lovely ad. I think that's that's really warm or something. I don't know. I get, it, I get, I get a nice feeling looking at that. Yeah, like everything about it. The fingerless mittens brings it right back. <laughs> I didn't actually notice the yeah. fingerless mittens. Um, I loved the, you know, the old coffee maker, like it was even pre the paper filter coffee makers. Before it got all, uh, got all fancy. Yeah, no sign of an espresso there. <laughs> I love, no, it, I love the, it just reminds me of like, when I was a kid, when you go to people's houses and just the random assortment and shapes and colors of cups, there'd be square cups, there'd be hectagonal cups, there'd be there'd be everything it's just mad and they just the fact that it's referenced in it is just uh, i just love it i just love it and the posh china that only comes out for your auntie yeah, <laughs> yeah. that you're not allowed but to I, touch yeah. i actually i actually love that 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 shot of the, the the fancy the fancy china uh cup having a tea and the fact that they're having a club milk is like no one's above having a club uh or no one's below having a club whoever you are if there's tea involved or a hot, a hot drink uh, club club is a perfect uh, assortment with it. Uh, it it kind of kind of makes me really genuinely want a club milk because I haven't had one of those bars yeah. in years. I know. And do you remember you could peel off the paper and make it look like the bar was still inside, so like your sister or brother would come along. Hold it. Yes, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's brilliant. What's um, what's your go-to accompaniment with a cup of tea in it? My go-to, oh, you see, post-Christmas, it just, well, you know, normally it'd be like a hero or something, but uh, yeah, it's probably a rice cake at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> far from uh, far from rice cakes we were reared. Yeah, I know. Uh, probably a Kit Kat, I'd say. Oh, good Kit choice. A solid choice. Yeah, yeah. Really good choice. Can't go wrong. A, a, a competitor now of of the club kind of uh as direct as you can get a, a cabri snack bar would be my premium really uh, aside yeah because what you can do is you nibble off yeah the two opposite corners and you use it like a straw and then it's all melted inside and, and lovely and gooey you're dipping uh, it are you no no you just you just use it as a straw and, and hot through tea going straw. through it yeah it gets all mushy on the inside so then you just throw it in the gob one goal and sure. that is that's a slice a, of heaven as, on earth as a non-tea drinker i i don't really get i remember guys in school used to do that they'd be sitting and they'd be sucking through a straw i'd be like that's just the weirdest fucking thing but i imagine it's like you gotta make tea a bit more interesting don't you oh yeah aesthetically <laughs> it's not nice to look at no, if someone's it's doing it beside and if it's you, in you any way warm in the room it's like there's chocolate on your fingers it was like it's not it's not a becoming look Aaron. only do that in private 
Definitely, <laughs> Don't yeah. look at me. It's like that chicken that you have to cover your head. Oh, uh, yeah. Eat the, <laughs> the French dish. Um, brilliant. Well, that's a that's a that's a blast from the past, Annette, to to kick us off. But I do um, think you might need to retro up your mugs. Based oh, on yeah. that ad. Get, get that square, get that square shape uh, <laughs> that they're going. Uh, I'd yes. actually love that. I that would be so much fun. Even mm. if like one every five is different. Oh, that'd be great. Put legs on it. Do everything. I just love those retro mugs. They're just so much fun. Or the ones like they're they're even in this that are like part of a pair. They like they only are completed when they're together. Yes, I love yeah. those. I the just, me and the you. Yeah, I just yeah. think that we don't. Do, it's like the jingles. We don't do stuff like that enough anymore. We've got to bring mm. it back. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. And it was you. all just in camera and editing mixed with a mixed with a jingle. Like what what got me? Um, what I really noticed was the steam coming off the tea. All those teas were scalding hot. <laughs> if you look at any any of the the shots. It's like I wonder, like it definitely wasn't put in in post. They were definitely in camera oh, it's steam. Like you'd you'd wonder like how how they weren't steaming up the lens. They were that hot. I know, but the, no one was drinking those teas for a good two I, hours. Yeah, no health and safety measures there, hey. <laughs> it was the eighties after all. It's it's definitely all just shot in one big studio as well. Because even with the lighting on the the brick for the hard hat and stuff like that, I it's yeah, yeah. it's just it's just in one big studio. So I say the camera is quite far back um but uh yeah no it's uh the steam i suppose they probably recognize it was like yeah make it a nice scalded cup of tea <laughs> do you reckon those jacob's cups they had at the end the, the, the square were ones purchasable the yeah or like uh eat a hundred club milks and send away for your for your square mug or do something you know the like one? That. i'm sure there was something like that there was some type of a giveaway like a golden ticket in them yeah they they look they look ripe for it. Yeah. Uh, and now I really want one. Yeah, you definitely thing. pick one of those. I literally just you can get them on eBay. Jacob's Club um, mug. And I'm looking at it on eBay. There's a there modern... Go. Oh, adverts.ie even. It's more modern one. It's like... It's not that old school one. So obviously it's been a thing that's been around for... For ages. Oh, they're square. They're class. 12 euro, but withdrawn. So you obviously didn't get enough money for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I think that's uh, that's on our, our shopping list now, Shane, is is a pair of Jacob's uh, club mugs. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole assortment. This is a thing they've done for years. There's loads of different types of ones. Okay. This is great. Grant. That's that's a world I need to look at. <laughs> You've ruined the rest of our day now. This yeah. week's purchase. That's, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> 20 That's mugs. us going down the rabbit hole. Um, brilliant. Well, we'll, we'll uh, that's a great one to kick off with. So we move on to uh, our next one. Uh, Annette, what, what do we have in store for our next ad? So next up, we're staying in the 80s. And anyone that grew up in Ireland in the 80s is sure to remember this one. Um, it's the ESB going back ad. Let's go. For it. Let's have a look.
Are you crying? There's a, a wall of nostalgia there, isn't it? I haven't seen what, that in a while. What takes me out of it is, is Alan Cagney. I, I, I just like, oh, that's 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 Alan Cagney straight away. Alan Hughes, is it? Oh, Alan Hughes, Hughes sorry. Yeah. Alan yeah. The other Ireland AM uh, presenter. Yes. Yeah, Alan Hughes. Yeah. Um, he's so young in it. So he was young. only a teenager, apparently. Was he? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great ad. They live in a lovely house. They do. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in Wicklow, even though it looks like it could be West Clare, but it's, it was a long drive, wasn't it? From the train well it was. You think if there's something a bit close, maybe get a bus, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Fog and everything. Um, what I love about it is, I guess, from a production point of view, is obviously the cinematography is super dated with the slow zooms. The but, zooms. But everything. Just from a nostalgia point of view, everything that they are zooming in still to this day is vitally important. You're like, yeah, like the, the putting the hot blanket on, the zooming on that, even like taking the fresh bed sheets, the brown bread, all that stuff. You're like, yeah, this is all this is all still on on point. And like this just reminds me of coming home from college. It's just like almost every weekend in the noughties and for this to be 20 years on and for that still to to resonate it's it's crazy how how accurate it is you know what i mean it's just such a yeah. strong piece and like you gotta you gotta always commend someone who comes up or a team that comes up with copy that has no um dialogue and they can sell a powerful powerful message now the music does a, a good bit of work for them there as well but it's just it it's just so it's such a shared experience you know what i mean for us as irish people that it's it's still it still hits you're still like yeah this makes sense you know it's uh it's class it's so good it's so well done absolutely and i think even more so when you've lived away from home mm -hmm. you know and you're looking at this from abroad going oh gosh the brown bread we can't get it here or yeah. you know um even the windswept road <laughs> The dodgy phone box in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a few of those in Mayo, isn't there? <laughs> it, it reminded me of the phone box on Wake and Ned. Uh, that's in, I don't know if you've ever seen that film yeah. at the end. Um, the that's the Lotto film, there, isn't it? That's where he dies. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. 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 The, the bread you mentioned there, uh, Annette, um, I could smell that bread when she was taken out of the oven. Yeah. And that's, to get that across in the ad, it just, as you said, your the ad is called "Going Home," but it, it's like they really portrayed the home as as the refuge, as you know, no matter what, get home, and it's warm, it's safe, you'll be fed, you can. It's it's like any respite that you need, you have it, you have it at home, and they really displayed the electricity as as a real key part of that, and in a nice way, not in your face way, but as you said, Shane, the turning on the electric blanket, mm -hmm. ramping up the heat cooking the bread cooking the stew or whatever's on or is it whatever's on the stove even even the lighting it's lovely and that that kind of warm tungsten kind of yellowy kind of light it's like oh it's it's a warm place to, mm -hmm. to go into so I, I think it was the electric was hub throughout. the electric hub was very on brand it was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I, I i can like you know you can almost imagine being on set there where it's like because nor normally if you're cooking in the hub you're just like lash on the hub where it's like lash it on then put the pot yeah, on yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? we, we want to see the red rings go uh get warm there absolutely love it um and as for the music the dulcet tones of dusty springfield mm -hmm. is bang on i think 
yeah there's there's a line there that, that stood out was it like no more coloring books or something like that so it's real kind of yeah that that character that is that that alan hughes character is like growing up and you know what they're either coming back from college or they're coming back from from uh being away in another country for for christmas or or time at home it's uh it it kind of really related it, it matched well with it uh i think um was it was it owns dtb i think that made that advert uh owns yeah <clears throat> i think it was yeah there was now this is i don't know if, how true this is but Here we i go. remember someone who was <laughs> who was who was there at the time uh telling me that that ad was so successful when when they launched it that they ran it for years uh, and years but i don't think they expected to uh run it for years and years and that that lovely yeah. that lovely mammy who's getting the house all nice and warm and cozy and everything uh she 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 had a right old time with her renewal fees every time they had to run that ad because they couldn't run it without without paying the buyout every time so she did well from that gig uh, as i assume anyone else involved with it yeah uh, and it was so actually it was one of three wasn't it do you remember the the dance one the girl getting ready for the dance no um and then there was the the daddy getting up in the middle of the night with the baby and heating the bottle no I don't there was three that. yeah there's it's oh, one of three Okay. Oh wow! It's no, a trilogy so... of ads. Right. <laughs> I I think they they re-ran this like in they did. like two or three years they ago did, yeah. Christmas time. That was the most popular, like... but there was yeah the girl getting ready for the dance, you know the Debs and the dodgy kind of bridesmaid oh, look and Debs dress. That does and ring it was, a bell. Um, um, I'm just trying to think of the tune. It was like um, oh, it was one of those real 1960s yeah Greece type of tunes. Frankie Valley or something. I love those. Uh, I love when ads are part of a series. Yeah. Yeah. And done well as a series too. It's like okay, this this makes sense throughout. It's not just okay. That was a hit. We better scramble to get <laughs> to get another one. Yeah. Like, okay. No. This this is a series because we need to see show all the facets of life. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. That's brilliant. That was really good. Yeah. Um. They're they're two uh two very strong nostalgic pieces you brought to the table there Annette um, yeah there's a there's a whiff of a return an immigrant vibe <laughs> <off these ones. laughs> you were, were you when you were away were you just watching these crying <laughs> and, and laughed up over and over yeah that and watching Mayo losing the football yeah I'm bidding on Jacob Muggs on advert.ie I'm like I can't do the postage to the UAE I can't do it yeah that's it I'm just gonna have to move home now <laughs> enough that's what got you home I love it uh brilliant then then uh what's our last but uh certainly not least what what are we going to see so this is yeah i mean we're 2021 now we've jumped a few decades with this one um i suppose it's a it's 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 an airline not the airline uh industry it's um emirates and it's top of the world which is their ad that they released um off the back of the restrictions lifting last year um, inviting people back to the UAE. Amazing. Okay, great. Let's give it a look.
That still terrifies me every time I see that. That, get, that made my hands sweat. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying, crazy. isn't it? But amazing at the same time. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it just it taps into. I I just love that no CGI, real yeah. real experiences and the real experiences you can feel in Dubai, um, and it's just bringing that to life in 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 a one shot, really simple, like ah. Uh, it's class. That's so good. That's so so strong. So it's one of the highest ads ever made, I think. Now, saying that, there's been ads produced in uh, airplanes, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but on on top of a building. Yeah, highest probably, but still on yeah on the ground. If you know. What yes. I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I nearly want to watch. Do the- you want to help sell that? Is the you know when she's moving the the love actually uh signs you know swapping around is the shadows so it's unmistakably in a, in camera do you know where where you see the shadows going over the words and the letters as she as she's moving it um and i know i you know an ad is working when people keep sending it to you i got sent that ad about five times uh when, when it launched because i think it just it just had that appeal of what the fuck is that she can't be up there that's for real like and is it is it i think it's is it a tourist attraction you can actually do that yeah it's the burj khalifa which is the highest building in the world Mm. but can can you pay to do that as as a tourist no i think only three people have done it um tom cruise in one of his mission impossible movies (laughs) of course tom cruise did it (laughs) and one of the sheikhs one of the sheikh khalifas who probably owns it so i know will smith did it recently enough he made a tv show called best shape of my life well a youtube tv show and they let him up he he did the whole thing in dubai and he did this as like a conquering fear thing and i remember being like this is insane because he had to bring a cameraman up as like the cameraman was cacking it and i was like this is mental i would not do this <laughs> so it's mad so you can get a lift up so far yeah, and then walk you around you know the it. usual thing um but they climbed like an hour and a half further to get right to the top yeah. to do that an filming. An hour and a half climbing. Yeah. That, that was the Will Smith thing. He was trying to lose weight for a role. So he walked all the flights of stairs of the Burj Khalifa as training for that day. And then he got to the top and was like, well, let's keep going. And then he climbed for the hour and a half. And then they got the footage up there because he's a madman. But um, yeah, it's just so cool. It's just so cool. And like how cool for that is... Is she? Does she really work for the airline? She's not cabin crew. No, she's um, she's a, a skydiving instructor. Oh, okay. So she's done a lot of stunts and that in the past. Okay. Cool. Um, but they they then did a follow up ad for it. Have you seen this promoting mm-hmm. Dubai Expo, no. where there's a flyby of an A three eighty aircraft behind her, which looks like it's in touching distance. It's not though. It's about probably half a mile away. Um. Oh, so that's worth that's, looking at, yeah. That's coming up here now, actually. See Aaron, send Dubai, that there. Send that there, and we'll, we'll send it in the chat, the link, and we'll watch it, and we'll pull it up for people at home. Okay. Hold on now. I love and promise. That's the one called See You in Dubai Expo, is it? That's the one, yeah, with the aircraft.
amazing, That's isn't it? That's insane. The increase in budget from the first one, obviously just being a drone, to being so successful, they're like, no, 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 let's go big. Like even the camera quality has gone from drone to movie, and it, that that shot of that coming, that literally, I was like, this is this is insane. That, that, that's the most mental shot I've ever seen, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, mother of God! Do you reckon that's digitally enhanced? No, that uh, no. they they apparently it took them fly uh, eleven fly flybys to get to the get shot. Imagine, yeah. imagine being the director is like. Go again. Oh, no, mate, you're going, to, you're going to have to go around again. <laughs> I missed I, that one. <laughs> when I see stuff about Dubai, it's kind of like, no, no, that's definitely done in camera. I can imagine a director being like, we're doing this for real. We're, we're doing something real. You know what I mean? Because, like, imagine flying that plane that close to any other major city in the world and doing 11 flybys for yeah. one shot. For one shot, yeah, it just wouldn't happen. No, someone would be like, "You're not doing this. Do, exactly. Get in post." <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Class. I love the audacity of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just. Yeah, we're doing but it. That's it's what very makes Dubai. It. Yeah. That's what makes it though. Like that's what makes these ads. It's the story behind them. It's like, yeah, no, they did that. It took eleven times. You're like, that's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you you know you're you're expecting something class when your opening shots are. Uh, the one where it pans up the Burj Khalifa and shows her, and uh, it's like, "I'm still here," and then. It shows the 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 A three eighty coming around and just the Pam and the Atlantis, uh, hotel in in the background. It's like okay, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to be absolutely class. Um, what got me there as well is, is uh, is just her smile, as if as if she is doing the safety announcements on a yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of like, not on the top of of the world. Literally, literally, just just chilling, happy out, big big smile plastered on her face. I know uh, the bravery. Like, it's just unbelievable. Um, but you know what a showcase for Dubai yeah. and for Emirates. Yeah, you know they're just owning it, aren't they? No, they they really. Are. Yeah, no, no, no. That's they're both amazing. Very. Impressive. And were you in when you were in UAE? Were you in Dubai or Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Um and but, but they're right next to each other like half an hour down the motorway so spent quite a lot of time in dubai saw that burj khalifa being built very quickly oh, yeah <laughs> it only took a few months which is slightly terrifying <laughs> i know you could barely build a house in yeah. honestly <laughs> they threw that thing here. up <laughs> yeah oh god yeah you won't get me on the top of it even on the inside <laughs> no no i was uh, i remember i was in where was it uh shanghai uh, a couple of years ago and there's one massive building there that they want to bring you to the top of and i remember i was there i was just kind of trying to make any excuse not be like no nah, no nah, we'll go do this whereas there's a group of us they were like oh you were gonna do it it's like no nah, i'm not into that it's grand it's grand it's grand but really when i saw the pictures i was like i would i would have freaked out because <laughs> it has like it was like concave so you like hang out the glass like hangs out over the top so you're no oh gosh no, no. can't play those games yeah. don't need no. to happy on the ground yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. So, uh, did you have uh, did you have marketing budgets like this when you're in the UAE? Then, and, and uh, did you do any wild flybys? Uh, unfortunately, not. No. 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 Uh, you can bring it to Ryanair now. See if uh, <laughs> see if they'd want to do one. Can you uh, imagine? Someone up the top of the spire or something? Imagine. Yeah, around Crow Patrick. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. We get we get something going. Um, they that that genuinely blew my mind. That that flyby. That's. That's insane. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a 
some way to to, to end this week <laughs> end this week's episode um i'm, I'm genuinely in shock uh, <laughs> they're they're brilliant ads uh what a range mm. uh, from whack nostalgia to here's how uh you can do some some really in your face ads in in uae fair play and thanks very much for for bringing them to the table pleasure it's been really good fun guys thanks a million for having me it's been great thank you so much and if anyone is listening to these and I want to have their mind blown by uh, those those ads. Uh, you can catch them all on workwithfo.e forward slash podcasts. Um, and until next week, we'll see you then. Annette, thanks very much. Thanks, Mel.